one of the reasons that if you're in the expertise business, you stay stuck as the best kept secret is because nobody can understand why you're different. Your ideas are actually how you give people a sample of what it would be like to work with you before they ever work with you. And by packaging them up, and again, my favorite way to do that is a book, by packaging them up in something like a book, now you've got an easy way to give that out. You're listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm Steve Gordon. For the first five years, this podcast was known as the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. The episode you're about to hear uses that name, but don't worry, you're in the right place. Same great content, new name. Enjoy. Hey, everyone, it's Steve. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. And uh, today in the episode, we're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, because when I discovered this, it was it was just like an amazing revelation. It made my life so much easier in uh, selling and in business development. And, you know, full confession, I'm not a great salesman. I, I am not always super comfortable on, uh, uh, you know, in sales conversations. And uh, it's something I work on a lot. And have I gotten better? Yeah, probably gotten better over time. But, uh, you know, this is a, a 20 year journey. And it's funny, I sit with my, uh, my buddy, John Curry, who is legitimately one of the best salesmen probably in the world, um, certainly in the United States and certainly in the, in financial services. And he's got the numbers to prove it. And, you know, I listen to how he asks questions and, you know, the way he challenges clients and sales conversations, you know, he'll relay these stories to me when we're, we're hanging out, having a drink. And I, you know, I'll be honest, I'm a little bit in awe, you know, of the guy because he's probably forgotten more about selling than I'll ever know. At the same time, I got a family to feed. I have goals. There are things I want to do. Um, and so I have worked really hard to make selling as unnecessary as possible in my business. And I think I've done it fairly successfully. You know, I go back to the, uh, you know, the old Peter Drucker quote that the, uh, the purpose of marketing is to make selling superfluous, to, to make it unnecessary. And the way that I do that, the way that I do that is I take my thinking and I package it up and I send it out into the world. And I force my ideas to go do the selling for me. And the interesting thing about that, you know, what I've discovered now, I've been doing this, and I didn't realize at first what I was doing, but I've been doing this really since the beginning of my career. And it probably wasn't for 10 or 15 years before I really understood what I was doing. But what I have now reflected on and observed is that every, every big win that I ever had didn't come as a result of me being particularly skilled in having a, you know, a, a conversation with a prospect. All those big wins came from someone connecting with an idea that I shared early in my career. I did that mostly through presentations, speeches that I gave, you know, at conferences and things like that, you know, and then later in articles and then in my books. But all of those big wins came from somebody connecting with one of those ideas and that idea selling them like they wanted 
the reality that the idea promised, this future reality that the idea was talking about. And they wanted that transformation. And then they knew that because I was the source of the idea, I was the one that could help them with that. And so the natural thing for them to do was to to come seek me out, seek my company out and work with me. And that's really what I'm talking about. When I talk about the ideas do the selling, it's how can you take your very best thinking and get that working for you out in the world so that when people see those ideas, the right ones are compelled to come and find you. And when they come and find you, they're ready to go. And so that's really what I want to talk about today. And, you know, I think the place to start thinking about this is really understanding why people buy. And, you know, as, as I've thought about this over the years, I really think that there are, there are some fundamental decisions people make. But at the end of the day, the reason that they buy is that they want some transformation. There's some current state that exists in their world, and they want to transform that into some better future state. That could be on a small thing or it could be on a big thing. And obviously, the bigger the thing you solve, the bigger the thing you transform, the more you're going to make. But knowing that that's what they're buying, then the the challenge sometimes is that uh, often, particularly in you know when we're we're talking about selling services, that transformation is intangible. So we've got to make it tangible in some way for them. And that's where I think having these ideas out there, we're talking about here's the transformation that you can go through. We're doing it right here. You know, I'm telling you, one of my kind of core pillar ideas is have the ideas do the selling, right? It's a little bit meta, you know, because I'm using that idea right now and putting it out into the world packaged in the right now in the form of this podcast. But having them go out there and engage people intellectually and emotionally, getting them plugged into and believing that they want that transformation and that your idea is the thing that will transform them. Your approach to it is the thing that will transform their situation. Really puts you ahead of the game when it comes to selling. Because we all go through this these decision-making sort of stages as we're, we're considering, you know, what we're going to do. And I think that the first of those stages is, you know, the prospect has got to recognize that they have a problem and that that problem is important enough to them that they want to invest time, energy, and money to solve it. And I, you know, I see an awful lot of professionals out there. You know, a lot of times I, you'll, you'll hear people complain um, this happened a lot when I was, uh, you know, in my first business, you know, in the kind of the technical world. And I'd go to like the, you know, the local association meeting and we'd be hanging out, you know, at the bar before the meeting started in the cocktail time. And, and people would be complaining that clients didn't get it. They didn't really value what, you know, what particular client, you know, somebody complained, particular client didn't value what they did and, or they, the client wasn't doing it right you know, or the client had this problem and the professional knew how to solve it, knew knew that it needed to be solved, but the client wasn't willing to do anything about it. And, you know, for me, that that's sort of a, a, a Don Quixote crusade. Like you're, you're tilting at windmills there. You're going after problems that people don't really care about. Yeah, it's a problem. 
And you probably know how to solve the problem expertly well, but you've got to first connect with people and get them to recognize that they have a problem and you've got to be connecting with them around problems that are important enough that they'll invest in. And there's three ways that they have to invest in every situation, time, energy, and money. And I, I call that buy number one. Like they're, they got to buy into that before they can move on. Then the next decision they've got to make is they've got to believe that there's a solution for their problem. There is something out there that will create this transformation for them and that that solution seems appropriate for them. Okay. Because there are a lot of solutions out there and they may look at it and they go, well, yeah, that, that one, I see that that'll solve the problem, but it's not really appropriate for me. Right. So great example of that is, um, you know, with websites, right. There are agencies out there, big, international agencies that will do a fantastic website for you, but they might charge you a hundred thousand dollars. And if you're a small, you know, solo or five or 10 person firm, while that will solve your problem, that is a, a viable solution. It's not a viable solution for you because it's not appropriate for your budget or for the stage of business that you're at or whatever. So they've got to have both of those things. They've got to see that there is a solution. And then they've got to believe that the solution is appropriate for them. Okay. And I call this buy number two. You've got to get them to buy in into those ideas. You know, and all of this can happen before they ever meet you by sharing your ideas, by packaging your ideas and getting them out into the world. All of these beliefs can be instilled in the mind of a potential client before they ever meet with you. The third by, and this is the one we all want, right? This is the, the one we are hoping will always happen is they walk in the door and they go, Steve, you're my guy. And, you know, I, I love it when that happens. And I know at that point, my job's pretty easy, right? But that's the third step in the process. Because if they don't believe they have a problem, then they don't need a guy or a gal, and if they don't believe that there's a solution, they don't need a guy or a gal, you know? And so we got to get them through all three of these stages, all right? This third one is all about uniqueness. And everybody gets wrapped around the axle in, you know, trying to come up with differentiation or uniqueness. And I really don't think it's all that difficult because I, I'll tell you what I've learned in helping businesses with their marketing. It's that maybe a 10th of a percent of all businesses spend any time thinking about why they're different. They know they need to be different, but most of them don't spend any time thinking about it. And, and then out of those who think about it, an even smaller percentage actually take the time to do something about it and put something out into the world that makes them different. And that's one of the really great things about ideas. Usually you express something in a unique way. You've got your, I call it your uh, opinionated worldview. I talked about it in the last episode. We did a whole episode on it a couple of months ago um, that I recommend you go back and listen to. And you have a unique way that, that you describe the problems that you solve, that you lay out the solution. There are wrinkles in the way that, that you do something that maybe others in your profession don't do. And I will be honest with you, I've worked with a lot of clients over the last decade on this, and I have yet to find somebody who didn't have some uniqueness there. But let's say you don't. 
let's say you're the one who has nothing unique whatsoever. Just the mere fact that you take your methodologies that are exactly the same as everybody else's, just the mere fact that you take your methodologies and you package them in something, let's say like a book, gives you immediate differentiation automatically. And, and so sometimes the packaging is all that you need to be unique. Well, now, now they've got a reason for you to be the guy or the gal that they've been looking for. And now you've got something that's going to set you apart. And so that's one of the, the, I think, the real reasons to go down this path of using your ideas to go out and sell is because you can get people who will get into that initial consultation or that sales meeting or on that sales call. And, you know, like in my case, they will have read one of my books. And maybe they've listened to some podcasts where I repeat the ideas and reinforce the ideas. And maybe they've been on one of my presentations that we've got, you know, on our website and, and they got reinforced again and they get to the point where they, they believe so strongly in the ideas and the way that I articulate them and the way that I present them, that I am unique in their mind because there is no other me. You know, we call the way that we approach books, the magnetic author method. You know, and so they identify with that. Well, it isn't that hard to come up with a name for for your approach, your methodology, right? And they'll begin to identify with that. And you'll be the only one that has that method. And now you are in a category of one in the mind of that specific prospect. So everybody tries to go out and create this market category of one. And that can be difficult to do, particularly in a crowded market. But you really don't need to create a market-wide category of one because that's not the way buyers make decisions. They don't make the decisions as a market. They make decisions individually. So you just need to create that category of one thinking inside the mind of each individual prospect. For me, as I see the world, that's far easier to do than trying to come up with this you know, new category within the industry that all of a sudden everybody recognizes, you know, yeah, you can do that, but boy, is it difficult to do when there's the shortcut and the shortcut works for almost everybody. And I lay out how to do it in, in my book. Um, that's, uh, by the time you listen to this book, maybe even will be out. Um, uh, but the book is called the magnetic author method. So look for that on our website. We'll have links to it. There'll be links in our emails, um, you can go to uh, bothunstoppableceo.net, our main site, um, and get it. You'll be able to go to magneticauthor.co and get it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'll, in the book, I lay out how to do that, um, you know, how to, how to use your ideas and in this way to, to create that category of one positioning so that when prospects show up, they already know they want you. They already know they want what you sell. They're educated about how you're going to help them. And it just takes all the pressure off, you know, circling back to where we started. It takes all the pressure off of, of you having to sell anything. You don't have to be good at it. Trust me. Um, it's kind of nice because they'll, they'll show up and they'll be ready. I love it. You know, they get, they get on the call um, and, you know, we have this happen a lot. We'll have a prospect say, you know, I read your book. And just love what you said about, you know, in our case, ideas that sell or, you know, enrolling, you know, prospect or enrolling clients in the mission and getting them to refer, and, you know, whatever it is, whatever feature that I'm talking about. 
And, you know, they're starting to repeat back to me all the things that they found valuable. Well, I don't have to work very hard in that sales conversation because they've already told me what they want to buy. And my job at that point is just to help them buy the thing that they really, really want. You know, I don't have to convince them. I don't have to be a master at, you know, closing technique or any of that. I just need to help them buy. People love to buy. And that's really what we're creating here is uh, we're, we're giving them the information so that they can make an informed buying decision. And that's the power of your ideas, particularly when what you sell is your expertise. Your ideas are about all you have to do that. You know, you can't, it's not like you're the deli where you can give out a free sample of cheese and somebody can taste it and go, yeah, I'd really like that. Your ideas are actually how you give people a sample of what it would be like to work with you before they ever work with you. And by packaging them up, and again, my favorite way to do that is a book, by packaging them up in something like a book, now you've got an easy way to give that out. You can get dozens or hundreds or thousands of copies of your book out into the world really pretty easily, you know, and off you go. So um, I think that's where we're going to leave it for today. Um, I hope this has been valuable. I want you to be thinking about what are the key ideas that as you work with, with your clients, what are the key ideas you employ that help transform them from where they are when they walk in the door to get them where they ultimately want to go? And if you do a lot of different things for clients, then um, maybe that centers around how you plan and go through and figure out what solution to apply. Uh, or the other way to think about it is take one of the things that you do for your clients and focus it around that. You know, that's one of the ways we've approached it. So we help clients with writing a book. We help clients with producing their podcast. We help them with their referral strategy. Well, you'll notice I have books on each of those topics. So we've you know, narrowed down the different things that we offer and, and published our best ideas around each of those. And that's one of the ways that you make this whole thing easier. Now, that's going to freak a whole bunch of people out because you're going to sit there and go, what, I got to write three books or four books or five books? And that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world that you could do. The challenge is, how do you do it easily? How do you do it quickly? Um, that's one of the reasons that I wrote, you know, my latest book, The Magnetic Author Method, because we've got a really streamlined way to write a book. And what's so much fun when we have people go through um, our author accelerator program where we're helping them write the book themselves, they get to the end of that and they go, oh, I see. I, I, I see how the code has been cracked. This is actually pretty easy. And then they, you know, they want to cut, they, they almost immediately come back and go, I got my idea for my next one. And uh, now that they know that it's, you know, inside of a month or maybe six weeks, they can have a book written. They realize, wow, I can I can crank these things out and uh, and they'll really help my business. So I hope this has been really helpful. Um, think about those ideas. Start cataloging the ideas that you use to transform your clients and then begin really, you know, outlining what it is that you do that makes the big difference and put that into a book. It will transform your business. I promise. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. Number one, get a copy of the Million Dollar Book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. 
Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, work with me and my team to get your book done and bringing in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.